Football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by the new Boil Sports app. Bet €10 Euro and get a free Now TV Sports Mobile Month Pass showing exclusive darts and Premier League action. And you're very welcome along to the Friday Football Betting Show and Off The Ball streamed live every week on our social channels across YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. You're very welcome to the show as always. I'm John Duggan. Uh, joined in the company of the presenter of Premier League Live, Philip Egan. And Leon Blanch of All Sports. How are we doing, lads? All good, yeah. Doing good, John. Now, remember, folks, this show is for over-18s only. Uh, please gamble responsibly. Never gamble more than you can afford. Um, it's going to be a bit of interest, a bit of fun, and nothing more than that. So we're going to look ahead to the Premier League action this weekend. We're back after the FA Cup. The magic of the cup will have to wait until the end of the month. Um, Philip, Manchester City, 9-0 over Burton Albion in the League Cup during the week. Do you think that's an ominous sign for everybody else that City are, are going to hit the ground running now after the win over Liverpool? I don't think so. Um, I, I think the way it's working out now, actually, and Liverpool are out of the FA Cup, it looks like Liverpool are going to have possibly eight or nine games less between now and the end of the season than City. That could be huge. Now, obviously, it depends on what happens in the Champions League as well. But uh, City are going to get through in the Champions League. Liverpool have a tough one against Bayern Munich. Liverpool are putting all their focus into the league. City have beaten Rotherham and Burton. You know, a struggling championship team and a league one side. So I'd be more interested what happens on Monday. That'll tell a lot against Wolves. Leon, was money made by punters in the, uh, in the FA Cup? Yeah, I think like the big lads <coughs> obliged. If you look at Liverpool, I mean, I think Phil said it last Friday, check the team sheet before you even got involved in Liverpool Wolves. And Wolves were 130. They came into 5-2 to two after the team was announced because Klopp didn't really care about the game. To be brutally honest, it's the first time I've seen a Liverpool team, dare I say it, not try. They just seem to be going through the motions. Shakiri could have got them a replay. I'm sure Klopp was delighted that they didn't have a replay. But it does put a bit of extra pressure on tomorrow's game against Brighton. If, if they don't win then people will start questioning Klopp's decision. But it's a huge game for Liverpool. But um, I think from an FA Cup perspective, it was good for punters. There wasn't too many shocks. Yeah, OK, like Leicester and um, Phil's tip, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Hold it. I'm holding Let's it. Let's not reveal for the people who didn't watch last week. We can't reveal it yet. <laughs> I'm holding it. Where's, but look, where's my class of milk? <laughs> it was a good weekend, I think, for most people. The, the kind of accumulators clicked, John. Most of the Spurs, Man United, Spurs, Man Chelsea. United Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. City, um, they all obliged. I think a few people were let down actually with Derby. Derby was a bit of a coupon buster. They were awful against Southampton. Okay, folks, what do you think? Get in touch with your comments on uh, our Off The Ball social channels on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. Are you seeing any beautiful nuggets of gold in the markets for the football this weekend in the Premier League or the Championship? Um, there's always something that somebody could spot, a first goal scorer, any time goal scorer. Um, you know, amount of goals scored over whatever um, match odds, just basic match odds, and then maybe a good uh, accumulator. So get in touch, and we'll give you a shout out. Obviously, we'll have our own bets, and we'll recap on last week's bets. But Leon, we're going to get to the offers of the week first, um, starting with Tottenham against Manchester United, the big game of the weekend. That's at Wembley on Sunday. So Harry Kane or Marcus Rashford to score the first goal. That was two to one, and it's now three to one, Leon. Well, I think Rashford. Um, I think Solskjaer has come out and said he is his. Number one, number nine. So I think Rashford will definitely start. And Harry Kane, although he doesn't have a great record against United, 
he can score against anybody. So for either of them to score the first goal, I'm sure a lot of people will be looking at Kane or Rashford as their first choice scorer, two to one to three to one. Well, Harry Kane has scored eight goals in his last eight Premier League starts. Marcus Rashford has been directly involved in nine goals in his last eight Premier League games for Manchester United. So that seems to be like a good offer. The next offer on the Friday Football Betting Show with Paul Sports. Chelsea versus Newcastle United. The 5.30 kickoff tomorrow. Aiden Hazard to score first was 3-1, to one, now 4-1. to one. Well, Hazard was exceptional against Spurs in the League Cup. But again, Chelsea's lack of a goal scorer really shone through for me at Wembley. So it's going to boil down to Hazard. 4-1 to one from 3-1. to one. Newcastle, I'm sure Benitez will try and frustrate Chelsea at home. But if you're backing any Chelsea player to score, it'd have to be Hazard. Now, the final offer is Arsenal. Liverpool and Chelsea all to win. Arsenal away to West Ham tomorrow lunchtime. Liverpool going to Brighton tomorrow afternoon. Leon, was 2-1? 3-1 now. Yeah, a couple of away um, fixtures, John, which are never easy. Um, certainly the early kickoff. West Ham, they have their own problems with Arnautovic. We might talk about that. But Liverpool, obviously, it's a must-win game against Brighton. So it's an extra point, twos out to threes. Now, also, there's a ball sports TV offer as well, where you bet €10 Euro and get €40 Euro in free bets and a now TV membership. That's what I meant by the TV uh, for a month on offtheball.com forward slash ball sports for new customers. So bet €10, Euro, get €40 Euro in free bets and a now TV membership for a month on offtheball.com forward slash ball sports for new customers, terms and conditions apply. So check that out on our website. Now, how do we fare last weekend? Well, we had winners, two winners, and I was not one of them. Um, let's get to the losers first. Um, I picked Derby County to beat Southampton uh, in the FA Cup third round. It was a draw, as Leon was saying there. Derby were, were pretty hopeless. Uh, went 2-0 down, then recovered to 4-2-all uh, draw. But uh, disappointing, I thought Derby is an up-and-coming championship team against a team that's struggling in the Premier League. But Hassan Hootel's come in, and maybe there's been a bit of a difference in Southampton there. Uh, Kevin Kilban, the Antarctic man, uh, his treble went up in flames, picking Crystal Palace and Bristol City to win. And they did, but his other selection, Southampton, on the other side of my bet, drew. So Kevin Kilban um, will have to hope for better luck this week. That's the best way we can say it. Uh, Leon Blanc, you picked... West Ham, Tottenham and Burnley to win, and they all did. Your winning price, Leon, quids in at 9-4. to four. Yeah, look, they obliged, John. As I was saying last week, I try and pick one team that's hovering around the even money mark and then try and pick a couple of sides that should oblige. And thankfully, last week they did. Now, Philip Egan, um, you got your glass of milk. You cleverly predicted, Philip, that Accrington Stanley would beat Ipswich Town, and they did at a, at a price of 9-5. to five. Yeah, I... Uh Ipswich are going down, they're going to be in League One where Atkins and Stanley are, but just knowing that stadium, I told you the story how I stayed yeah. across it, I've been in and I just thought, no, Ipswich aren't going to fancy this. Plus, there's been such a change in the personnel of the squad that Mick McCarthy left. When Paul Hurst came in, he changed it all too much, too soon. Paul Lambert has come in and he's got nothing to work with, so it didn't surprise me. Probably a little bit surprised when I checked and it was nil all, uh, you know, deep and well midway through the second half I was thinking where's the goal but they got it did you see the kid from the future who on match of the day predicted the score and the scorer yeah <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> in the twilight zone we need to get him in here John <laughs> <laughs> might do better <laughs> he might do better <laughs> yeah um, but yeah it was like, that's what it's all about folks it's about research about knowing your stuff and if you watched the Friday football betting show last week you would have heard Philip Egan's story about going to Accrington and also the fact that Ipswich are a rabble and it makes Mick McCarthy look pretty good yeah it, it certainly is like they're, they're going to go down and uh, 
Mick McCarthy could be leading Ireland to the Euros. Yeah, well, hopefully that'll be the case. Um, just let's get to this week's previews. Um, get your betting predictions in, folks, uh, on or off the ball social channels, on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitter. Um, have you got an amazing tip up your sleeve for the week? If so, get in touch. We'll give you a shout out. Uh, but let's start with the leaders with the ball sports odds of uh, Liverpool against Brighton uh, at the Amex Stadium, three o'clock tomorrow afternoon in the Premier League. With ball sports, Liverpool 100 to 30 on, uh, Brighton 10 to 1. The draw is four to one. Now, Phil, is it a good thing that Liverpool are out of this FA Cup from your perspective, it seems to be? Yeah, absolutely. They've never gone beyond the fourth round under Jurgen Klopp. So why this season of all seasons should it be an issue? This is the season that if Liverpool are going to win the league, it's going to be this season. And, you know, there's been so much talk about Monday and if it puts a lot of pressure on tomorrow's game. There was always going to be pressure on tomorrow's game, regardless of what happened against Wolves, because they lost against Manchester City. Monday's game, it's it's out. It's wipe it from Liverpool memory because a lot of the first team players weren't there. The, I was surprised he actually even bothered bringing on Salah and Firmino because we saw what happened. Lovren getting an injury after a few minutes. That is the danger of playing so many games in the month of December, which is carried into January. But I know this game was five one last season, and okay, people will say, "Oh, Liverpool have problems at the back." Joe Matip trained yesterday; could be back in, even if Fabinho plays. Liverpool won five one there last season. They played a back three: Day and Lovren, Emery Chan, and Genie Wijnaldum, and they won five one. Now, scoreline probably flattered them a bit, but I can see them a bit like remember. Before the Watford game, we talked about this is a tricky one. And they had to bide their time. It was nil all at half time, but then they ended up winning 3 0. You can see something similar where it wouldn't be surprised if Brighton scored, but Liverpool win maybe 3 or 4 1. Leon, money in the market I saw for Liverpool last night. Yes. Uh, Do you see Brighton causing them any problems? Well, look, John, they, I mean, they're capable on their day, Brighton. Their home record is very good in the Premier League under Chris Hewton. But Liverpool, Van Dijk, got a game away, Robertson had a game off, Alisson had a break. And I think when you look at, even Trent Alexander didn't come on, so four out of your back five are all fresh. And I think that's crucial. I think Liverpool have been known this year to be stingy at the back. And they've got to get back to that because that's what wins Premier League titles, clean sheets. And I'm sure the players who I just mentioned, they'll be focused on that. They were a little bit open against City, especially for the second goal. Um, it was very un-Liverpool-like this year. They were caught on a counter-attack and they looked all over the place. I do attribute a lot of that blame to Dejan Lovren. He just doesn't know where to be as a centre-half. So I think Liverpool will win. Um, Salah has a decent record um, when he's played Brighton. And I just think Liverpool at the moment, it'll be interesting to see does Klopp go with the top four, include Shakiri tomorrow, send out a statement from the off that we're here to do business. I think Liverpool will win. I was just looking at the uh, stats, folks, uh, on this game. Uh, Liverpool have won their last eight three o'clock games on a Saturday. Brighton have lost their last six matches against the Reds in all competitions. Of the 209 Premier League players that have been involved in 100-plus duels this season, Virgil van Dijk tops the charts with 75.2%. The only player to better him in duels with headers is Shane Duffy, uh, <laughs> of all people. But is Virgil van Dijk, Phil, the difference between Liverpool, a fit Virgil van Dijk? Yeah, absolutely. Winning and losing the league. That's it. And when Lovren came off against Wolves, my initial thought was, imagine that had been Van Dyke and Klopp had started him. Liverpool fans just, you know, the, the hearts would have sunk watching. Like, everyone knows 
if Liverpool are going to win the league, Van Dijk has to be fit. It's between Alisson and Van Dijk. They're your two most important players. Okay, the, the front three are the ones that score goals, but if one of them goes, you can bump Shaqiri up into that front three. You could probably cope without it. But if Van Dijk goes, there's panic in the, the defence. If Alisson goes, you saw Mignolet. I know Ruben Neves' goal was a brilliant strike, but I found myself wondering, would Alisson have saved it? Because he has better footwork. Mignolet was kind of going to one side before he tried to get across. So Van Dijk is the key. I'm talking to uh, two winners on the Friday Football Betting Show. Philip, 9-5 to five, Egan and Leon, 9-4 to Blanche. Two winners last week. Uh, so that's their new name, 9-5 to five and 9-4. to four. <laughs> uh, Monday, Manchester City, the closest challengers to Liverpool in the Premier League title race. The champions welcome Wolves to the Etihad Stadium for an 8 o'clock start. The ball sports odds on this one. City 6-1 to one on Wolves, 16-1. to one. The draw, 6-1. to one. Wolves, would you give me any chance after beating Spurs, after knocking Liverpool out of the cup? 16-1, to one, Phil. Is that tasty? Is that like um, Sylvester the cat seeing a chicken, uh, that tweedy bird in the, in the cage that he's just salivating over 16-1? to one? Yeah, like the draw is probably more realistic. They've drawn with them already this season. They did draw there last season as a championship club in the League Cup. So, again, it, the key is that first 20 minutes. City are obviously starting to score goals again. They'll try and blitz Wolves early on. But Wolves don't get hammered in games. The, the biggest defeat they've suffered this season is by two goals. So even if City were to score first, like Wolves did against Spurs, they'll, they'll hang in there. And I just find it very fascinating that they've got such a good record against the top six. And I remember we did the Spurs and Wolves game on Premier League Live and Gary Breen was part of our commentary team. And I just said, what, why are they able to do it? And simply he just said, the Wolves players think they deserve to be on the biggest stage. The likes of Moutinho, Neves, these guys that when they get to play against the big boys, they say, right, this is our time to shine. They've lost to Huddersfield this season. They've lost to Crystal Palace. But come the top six, they know how to get it done. Somebody uh, in the production team is suggesting should we call you Dolly Parton, Phil, because you had the 9-5 to five winner last week. <laughs> yeah, um, just not the blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, of the washboard waste, Egan. Uh, Leon Blanche, the problem isn't betting uh, on Wolves at 16-1 to one, is that in running, if City score first, you generally know it's curtains, isn't it? Yeah, look, but Wolves are now into 12-1. to one. So they have come in a little bit. Since Felicky from from, from from sixteen to one. But I think what Phil said is very relevant in terms of when Wolves play a big team, they rise to the occasion. And the players they have are footballers. And more often than not, when you play a City or you play a Liverpool or you play a Spurs or a Chelsea, you get time on the ball, but your players have to be capable on the ball. And this Wolves side is very technical. They are well drilled. They know each and every position where they should be. <clears throat> and even if City score first, yes, when City normally score first, they do go on and win. But I think going behind at Wembley, coming back and winning, it will calm the nerves a little if they fall behind. You would still expect Manchester City to get over the line. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's a great game. Both teams, I think, will score. City cannot keep clean sheets. And I'm fascinated to watch this on Monday night. And of course, if Liverpool win... City will be seven behind going into Monday night's game and it just adds that little bit more pressure. Yeah, that's key, I think, the Liverpool result as well. Yeah, um, the big game of the weekend is on Sunday. 
It's at half four at Wembley. Tottenham Hotspur against Manchester United. Uh, ball sports odds. Spurs 21 to 20. United 12 to 5. The draw 12 to 5 as well. Leon, do you get a lot of emotional support from Manchester United fans to back their own team? Do you get that from Liverpool? Do you get that from supporters of a club like Man United? They've had five in the bands. Everything is great under Solskjaer. Um, do people back their own team or are they superstitious about not backing their own team, do you think? No, I think you're right. Especially with Liverpool over the last number of years when they kept failing to win a league. Liverpool and Manchester United would be the best in terms of support in Ireland. There's no doubt about that. They have the numbers. <clears throat> so Manchester United fans will be looking, going to Spurs, probably looking at what Wolves did, probably thinking we can go there. I think Solskjaer has come out in his press conference and said, we're going to have a go. I think that's the right attitude. Um, I still, however, feel he'll play probably Matic and Herrera in front of whatever back four, and then he'll pick four guys to go and try and cause damage on the other end of the field. But I think, again, I'm, I'm expecting goals here, John, because Spurs score a lot of goals. Man United have scored plenty of goals in the games under Solskjaer, but United can't keep a clean sheet. So that just tells me there's going to be a lot of goals here. I think Spurs, they're only six off the top, and if they didn't lose to Wolves, they'd be three off the top. That's how close they're going at the minute. They don't draw. They either win or lose. So I'm going to go with Spurs to win, but both teams to score. This could actually be the weekend if there is a draw. I thought Chelsea outplayed Spurs. It, it actually were tired. I yeah, thought. they looked yeah. very tired. And they went direct a lot. Now, that could have been just a tactic that they thought Chelsea were susceptible to the, the, the ball over the top, which... You know, ultimately, that's where the, the goal comes from, that Kane gets brought down a ball over the top. But what do you do if you're Manchester United? When Solskjaer says he wants to go for it, he can still sit deep. But unlike when they played under Mourinho and you defend in blocks and you basically just get rid of the ball, when you have the ball, you use it. I would imagine he'll go with Martial, Rashford and Lingard. Tottenham like to play a high line, so it could actually play into United's hands that... And midfield is a little bit of a worry at the moment for Spurs. They all talk of Dembele going to China. Like This is a guy that last season was your best midfielder um, for Spurs. And now it just seems that age is catching up with him and Spurs want to cash in on him. But it's also the, the narrative of Mauricio Pochettino. Is this an audition for the United job? The United players seem to be very happy with Solskjaer. He doesn't need to audition, I don't think, though, does he? Well, if, if Spurs go, like they beat United 3-0 at Old Trafford. And you, September 1960 is the last time Spurs uh, won three consecutive top flight games against Manchester United. That shows how well he's but done. But that was, you know, that was Bill Nicholson's side. Yeah, that but was, it just, it just yeah. shows how well Pochettino was done, though, against, yeah. against United. And, you know, if, he, if they go and they beat United, then, you know, United, the board must be thinking, you know, we, this is our man, like, this is the guy. But I'm really intrigued to see, tactically, this is the first test for Solskjaer where you're playing against a team that... He's back to work after the honeymoon. Yeah, exactly. And not, yeah. Uh, that, that's not taking anything away from the previous five wins and saying he didn't have to do anything tactically. Of course he did, but this is probably he his needed, toughest... He needed to get the spirit back yeah. into the yeah. squad. I think yeah. that was the key thing. And, and he's done that now, and we know that that's going to be the case for the rest of the season. So that part of it has been accomplished yeah. but it's really now about okay this is a big test and it'll, a, huge, a huge test of Spurs really pivotal game how are you calling it? Well I said <clears throat> I think Spurs will win I think both teams will score but I think it's going to be a very close game if I'm wrong which is entirely likely and United go there and get a victory 
it really sends out a huge statement that we're chasing that top four. And, you know, these Manchester United players, they want to be playing Champions League. They were 11-4 to four the last time we spoke. Have they shortened or contracted? No, they're still that? the same. Yeah. Because obviously this is a huge, like this is a big six-pointer as well. Yeah. If Spurs beat United, I think United might be gone for the top four. I remember once I called it a nine-pointer. Folks, what do you think? What, what do you think about the Spurs Man United game? What is your bet of the weekend, folks, in the Friday Football Betting Show? Get in touch with our social channels on Off the Ball, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. Share some brilliant information and we'll put it to the lads. We'll see if they agree with you or disagree with you. Always good to see what people are thinking about and we'll get to our bets very shortly. Um, let's examine the matches involving the London clubs, Chelsea and Arsenal, tomorrow. Uh, the Gunners going to the London Stadium to play West Ham at half 12. Both sports odds. Arsenal, even money. Uh, West Ham, 12 to 5. The draw, 13 to 5. Half five, Chelsea hosting Newcastle United at Stamford Bridge. The odds for that one. Chelsea 9 to 2 on, Newcastle 12 to 1. The draw 9 to 2. Uh, Arsenal have scored in their last 20 Premier League matches. That should prick your ears up. West Ham have got a poor record against the Gunners. Just one win in their last 21 Premier League games. Phil, no permanent signings for Unai Emery in January. No. Um, is that going to affect their top four aspirations? Absolutely. It'd be interesting to see what kind of quality they can get uh, on loan. I mean, sometimes you can get good players on loan. I actually thought going into this weekend, West Ham can win this game. But now I wonder what the whole Marco Arnautovic situation has done. Does he start him? If he does start him, Arnautovic can sulk. He, in fairness... Does he really want to go to China, though? Well, I mean, there's a lot of money at stake, so... It's just the timing of it, because this is the best we've seen of Arnautovic in the Premier League. And credit to David Moyes, because he transformed his form. Um, he, was, he was hit and miss at Stoke. He's been very good. Um, you know, when he plays, West Ham are a much better team. I just thought with Arnautovic and Anderson playing there against, against Arsenal with injury problems at the back, this is a chance for West Ham. But now I'd be... Maybe looking at a draw because Arsenal are starting that away form that they started 2018 with, where they a desperate away record. It's starting to creep back in, and like they were obviously shambolic against Liverpool. Like they're going to give up chances. Leon, you had West Ham in your travel, the winning one last week. Yeah. Do you have them in again uh, as it regards winning? I'm a little bit worried, obviously, with what all this Arnautovic talk has done to the camp. Um, I know his brother has come out and said, <clears throat> as long as he's with West Ham, he'll give 110 percent. Um, He's a quality player, John. Like I think I said it on this show a couple of weeks ago, I thought he would leave. I didn't think it would be China. I thought one of the bigger boys in the Premier League would have come in for him. But he's obviously chasing the money. That's what we're hearing. Um, but Arsenal, on the other hand, some of that defending against Liverpool was schoolboy. It was nothing short of... I mean, it was atrocious, Phil. Yeah. It, was, it was terrible defending. Like You wouldn't see that like an under-10s or under-11s side. So you'd worry about them. And Antonio does okay if he has to play up front. He's a big, strong player. Um, he can hold the ball up. Andy Carroll finally scored. Look, West Ham will cause Arsenal problems. I'll probably sit on the fence here. Arsenal have been back. They've just gone a shade of odds on from evens into 20 to 21. So it's only a slight move. But I think West Ham are good enough to get a, get a draw. Goals. There's going to be goals. That's yeah. probably where you'd look at it. Goals, okay. Um... Aidan Azard probably needs to leave Chelsea, I would think. Philip Egan, uh, would you agree? Um, I don't necessarily agree. I think when he's on form, he's, he's brilliant. I, I mean, he's the best to watch in, in the Premier League. I wonder, though, does he have that drive of 
the like the very top players that if he did go to Real Madrid that he would succeed. Like I think Chelsea is a club that suits him, but he's just been let down maybe with some of the players around the Morata. I mean, if if the wind blows, he seems to fall over. He's never really liked the physical contact. I, I think we all thought at the start of the season maybe the change of style with Sarri might suit Morata. Hasn't worked out. There's talk now of Higuain. Like Higuain, maybe a few seasons ago, yeah. Sarri got the best out of him. Over the hill, surely. Yeah, well, like Chelsea have history of this. Like Shevchenko, um, Torres, signing these players when their best days were behind them. And that's the way I feel about Higuain. Callum Wilson, 50 million for Callum Wilson. Crazy talk. Um, I, I actually think Newcastle are going to frustrate the hell out of Chelsea tomorrow. Benitez loves setting it up. Think back to the game at St. James's Park. Basically, what he did was nullified the game for 70 minutes. Chelsea scored. Newcastle equalised, but then uh, Chelsea got, um, got the winner. Marcus Alonso got the winner. But it is that kind of game. You think back to Southampton a few uh, last week. The, the midweek games yeah. and they were booed off because it was a nil-all draw. Could they, they, they haven't scored their last two and Newcastle have, only, I think, only scored four goals in their last eight games. Yeah. So obviously defensively, they're, that's their approach. So nil-nil draw even, Leon, probably Nil-nil is generally like seven, eight to one, is it? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. In and around that, probably, I don't have the exact odds yeah. now, but again, John, go no goal scorer in case there's an own goal you'll still get paid yeah. um, if you think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I think you're looking at Chelsea, Southampton, Spurs at Wembley, they just struggle to score goals. And maybe Sarri is just thinking, with Higuain, if, he, if we can create chances, he's a proven goal scorer. Maybe he's just looking for a short-gap fix from now to the end of the season because Giroud is getting injured now as well. Morata is not the answer. Batshuayi, I don't know... I don't know why he's not playing with Chelsea. I don't know why. Well, he, he, like he's he's only scored a couple of goals for Valencia this season. Like he. Yeah, but I just felt Phil with kind of with uh, Willian, with Hazard, with Pedro. There is enough players to create for him. Mm. Anytime he seemed to come off the bench for Chelsea, he seemed to score. And I just felt, you know, he's a young guy. Put a bit of faith behind him. Now I'm hearing Everton might buy him on a permanent deal. I just think there's problems with Chelsea. Hazard for me is definitely gone in the summer. That's without a shadow of a doubt. I think Christian Pulisic is probably bought. Call yeah. it. Chelsea 1-0. Well, I'm going to go for a draw. I'm United Spurs. I, I'm gonna go, I think Spurs first draw of the season. Yeah. The Both teams to score, Spurs to win. But man, Leon, see, Leon knows. show. 9-4 Leon, winner last week. 9-5 Philip, winner <coughs> last week. These are the guys who know their stuff. Until next week. Uh, let's go through the odds for the shoulder matches, as I would call them, in the Premier League this weekend, not involving the big clubs with ball sports. Burnley, Fulham. Burnley, 7-5. Fulham, 21-10. The draw, 21-10. Cardiff against Huddersfield. Cardiff, 6-5. Huddersfield, 12-5. The draw, 21-10. Crystal Palace against Watford. Crystal Palace, 6-5. Watford, 9-4. The draw, 11-5. Leicester versus Southampton. Leicester, 21-20 on. Southampton, 3-1. The draw, 23-10. Sunday, 2.15 start, Everton, Bournemouth, Goodison Park, Everton, 11-8 to 8 on, Bournemouth, 100-30, and the draw is 14-5. to 5. Phil Egan, without giving your bet away, who do you like right now outside the top clubs, and who is heading for a fall? i am got my eye on the Everton-Bournemouth game. Everton have a great record at home to Bournemouth. They usually score a lot of goals, but it's been an interesting week, interesting few weeks for Everton. Marco Silva, Farhad Mashiri, the the owner speaking during the week saying like admitting it hasn't been good enough now you worry for Seamus Coleman wouldn't you 
Yeah, like his form hasn't been great, but I don't think it's as catastrophic as some people are making out. Like they played a lot of games and he rotated. He brought in John Joe Kenny, and I think a lot of people said, "Oh, he, you know, he was dropped." But Coleman, you know, he's quite a dynamic player that. Maybe Marco Silva said, I'll just sit him out for this game against Leicester and I'll bring in John Joe Kenny and give Seamus a rest. But I, I think people are almost writing him off. I think it's very early to be doing that. So do you like Everton this weekend? I, I think they will beat Bournemouth, but it's one of those games that if they don't win, Marco Silva, you're starting to, you're starting to worry. It's funny, the, is it Marcel Brands, the, the guy they brought from PSV Eindhoven, yeah. has gone onto the board now. So he's going to be a huge, obviously, decision maker. They believe in him. Leon, have you seen anything in the other games that uh, money for anybody or market moves or, or kind of trends you're noticing in a positive way? I think Burnley, John, at home against Fulham. Yeah. Um, there has been support for Sean Dyche's side. And I can see why. Um, slowly, and I use that word, they're getting back to just what Burnley used to be about. They're trying to just grind it out a little bit. Um, Fulham, for me, are toothless. Lost Oldham in the cup. Yeah, but they've no fight in At them, home? John. You know, like there's nothing about Fulham. I thought when Ranieri came in, some of these players who were signed for big money, they just have shown nothing. Maybe they're enjoying the West London lifestyle a little bit too much because I think they're going to get relegated and I think Burnley will beat Fulham at home. The West London lifestyle. I wouldn't mind a bit of that now this evening, but not going to happen though. Um, <laughs> let's get to this week's bets to get, put you out of your misery. Although we two winners last week. Uh, Leon Blanche, you have selected <clears throat> Cardiff, Manchester City and over two and a half goals in the Spurs v Man United game at a price of 11 to 4. Justify yourself for that treble, Leon. Well, look, John, I'm, I'm, I like Cardiff. Um, I think they're well capable of beating Huddersfield. I think they've had five wins, Cardiff four of them have come at home and Huddersfield just don't score enough. And I think this is a huge game for both teams, the proverbial six-pointer. So I fancy Cardiff. I think City will get by Wolves. And as I've said earlier, I'm really looking forward to uh, Tottenham Hotspur against Man United. I just think both teams will definitely score. And I have a feeling this could be a game we'll be talking about next week in glowing terms, as in the attacking display that was on offer. Because I think both sides have got huge creativity and I'd be amazed if there's not a bag full of goals. Now, Philip Egan's bet this week on the Friday Football Betting Show is <coughs> as follows. Burnley and Cardiff in a double. That's five to one, Phil. Yeah, this two six-pointers. Burnley, Leon just touching it there. Uh, got rid of Joe Hart, Tom Heaton back in. No coincidence, they've won three in a row. Uh, the Burnley fans, when his name was read out, when he was back in the team, let a big roar, started chanting, we've got our keeper back. And Burnley seemed to have got their mojo back. Fulham are dreadful. Burnley home advantage, think they'll win. Cardiff, Huddersfield, Huddersfield have lost nine in a row. I think David Wagner is going to be, he's, he's in the sack race. Now people say that's madness, but I think Huddersfield, reality might kick in where they say, we're going to the championship. Wagner might say, yeah, I don't want to be here in the championship next season. I'm going to leave. You can get a new manager in and start planning for next season. They tried to get Shinji Okazaki on loan because they can't score goals. Okazaki doesn't look like he wants to go there. He wants maybe to move somewhere else on the continent because apparently he doesn't like the physicality of the Premier League. He doesn't mind it, but he says, you know, maybe now is the time to, I'm getting a bit older, could do without getting kicked every week. So that's why I think you're looking at Cardiff to win, Burnley to win. Uh, we have Kevin Coban's bet here as well uh, this week. 
which is this double of Brighton and Liverpool to draw and Chelsea to beat Newcastle. So maybe some uh, sticky wicket for Jurgen Klopp's team down at uh, the Amex at 6-1. to one. That's Kevin Kilban's double. And hopefully Kevin will be lucky this week. And will I be lucky? Um, I don't believe, folks, in accumulators. Uh, so I'm just being maybe chicken, but I'm also trying to uh, also minimise my risk. So I'm going for Cardiff City to beat Huddersfield in agreement with Leon and with Philip. So if we're going down... If the, if, if the boat's going to be sunk, the boat's going to be sunk, folks. We're all we're going all down. down. We're all going down together. Uh, or we're all going to win together. But I, I think uh, Cardiff will beat Huddersfield. I think Huddersfield are beginning. Like in that Sun, remember Sunderland, I think it was Mick McCarthy that got yeah, detached yeah. from the rest of them. Yeah. I think Huddersfield, after losing the Cup to Bristol City, might start getting detached. Cardiff's record at home hasn't been too bad no. in recent times. They're odds against. Yeah, I think uh, like if you're looking at one game, John, of the entire weekend, I think Cardiff would be right up there as your kind of nap material. A banker. A banker. A banker. And look, we all know what can happen in football, but I think this is the type of game Warnock will love this, you know? Listen, we beat these guys. That's one gone. You know, there's only two spots left. It's that type of mentality. And they have been very good at home. They're a very, very tricky side to beat um, at home. So, yeah, Cardiff for me. Leon, Phil, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it for the Friday Football Betting Show this week. I'll be back next week at 12.15 to look ahead to the Premier League games, including Arsenal showdown with Chelsea, and of course the matches involving the top three at the moment, Liverpool, Manchester City and Spurs. Look, listen folks, just please gamble responsibly. It's for over 18s. Never gamble more you can afford. Have a bit of fun with it, just a bit of interest, and that's all you should do. But best of luck this week, and we'll see how we get on next week. But until then, bye-bye. Football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by the new Boyle Sports app. Bet €10 and get a free Now TV Sports Mobile Month Pass, showing exclusive darts and Premier League action. 